welcome to the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast with co-founders and hosts, Tracy Callahan and Deborah Doak. Each week, we tackle another tough topic to help professional divorce coaches maximize client impact and cultivate thriving practices. We also want to spread the word about the expertise and value that certified divorce coaches bring to the table. At DCA, we are committed to ongoing learning and we value generosity among divorce coaching professionals. We believe that when one succeeds, we all succeed. Welcome back to the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. Hey, this is Deborah, and I apologize in advance. I've got a bit of a cold today, but we're just being real here. <laughs> and, um, we still wanted to come on and record today's episode because it's such an important topic. Today, we are going to talk about how critical it is to establish that session focus when you're working with a client in session. So um, Tracy, let's just kick it off with kind of, I don't know, why to you is it so critical, especially when we're working with new coaches to help them understand why that's so key? Yeah. And I, I think, Deb, it, it's not just new coaches, right? Well, we, true. We, we talk a lot about establishing session focus with all coaches. True. Right? It's, it, it's probably one of the most essential pieces of the coaching conversation that often gets overlooked, right? And it really is the responsibility of the coach to help the client get the most out of their session. And the key to being able to deliver that value is grounded in establishing session focus, right? We, we often say, if you don't know where you're going, how will you know you got there? <laughs> Very, very true. Very yeah. true. You know, it's um, it's part of that. It isn't just, we call it a coaching conversation, but it really isn't just a conversation. Correct. It isn't just like talking with your girlfriend. Yeah. That's a, a different kind of conversation. Coaching has intention behind it. There's mm-hmm. a, a purpose. There's a reason you're engaging with a coach. Yes. Because you want to get results. You want to get somewhere. I know you use the phrase uh, GPS yes. in, um, in one of the classes you teach. Yeah. Um, in the establishing second session focus, your, you know, your GPS for success. Yes. That really means. And I think it's, it, it makes so much sense, right? We use GPS all the time before we used to use maps. And now we have this wonderful technology that allows us uh, to get where we need to go faster, right? So when we talk about GPS with clients and establishing session focus, right? Really gathering that information, prioritizing the information, and then strategizing, which again, that is what differentiates having a conversation with your girlfriend, right? Or, yeah. or uh, your friends and family versus having a coaching conversation with your coach, right? right. And, and that value and intention and purpose that is so important. Uh, often, you know, we see clients come in and I equivocate it always to the dump truck, right? And uh, it, it's almost as if you're starting a session with a client and I hear the the beeping sounds of a dump truck kind of backing up that beep, beep, beep <laughs> right? And you know, it's coming, right? So you start in conversation, hey, how are you? What's going on? And then all of a sudden, sort of the floodgates open and all of this stuff, right? Often our clients are in crisis, 
right? They're going through the divorce process, even if it's a small conflict or whatever, as they're navigating this process, they're coming with so much stuff, right? So, and, and we know, you know, we can't handle everything in one session, right? It's important that we hear our clients and where, where our clients are at, but helping them sort of identify what they'd like to spend their time with their coach on for that session is extremely important, right? And, and that's really identifying and prioritizing by that gathering of information. What is it that they would like to work on for that day? That focus, Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, part of using your GPS is you have to put in your destination. Yes. Right. You have to know where you're trying to go. Um, I saw a meme on social media that I thought was was really good. And it kind of applies here. And it was it was talking about what's the difference between uh, therapy and coaching. Mm-hmm. And um, it showed a suitcase. And it said, if you show up with a suitcase to a therapist, the therapist is going to say, oh, cool, let's open that up and let's look inside and let's see what you brought and examine everything. And a coach is going to say, I see that you're packed. Where do you want to go? Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And where, what are, where do you need to go? What turn left, right, straight exactly. for five miles and, and how you're going to most effectively get to that place, get to that place. And, you know, this dump truck coming in with so many things, then that's that skill of reflective listening. Mm-hmm. I hear you have these 2,742 concerns. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And which of those is feeling most urgent to you mm-hmm. today? Or mm-hmm. it sounds like you have a court date coming up next Thursday and you're concerned about not having your financial disclosures done, right? That's us really leaning in and listening to the client and helping them pull out. This is what I hear. Right, right. Is this and- is what you're feeling and you kind of narrow down then, mm-hmm. is this what would be most helpful today? Yes, yeah. And and what would that look like once they got there? Right. So again, knowing where you want to go is really important. If you said, I just want to go to the park. Well, what park? Right. Was it uh, Central Park? Was it, you know, I'm yeah. in New York now. So, <laughs> or was it, was it Park Slope Park? Right? right. So, you know, being able to sort of describe that. And again, allowing our clients, what's so important, mm-hmm. you know, they're setting that destination. The coach is not setting that destination. The client is, right? Yes. What is that look like for them? Because it looks very different for a lot of people, right? And all of those concerns and that overwhelm and that fear that we often hear clients come in with, right? Helping them sort of navigate that by defining where that end location looks like. Well, okay. Was it a park with trees? Did it have a swing? Was there a playground, right? So describing sort of what that would look like if they knew they got there, and yes. then it sort of guides the process and establishing session focus and very much so separating the difference and the value that coaches bring to these sessions versus just having sort of a, a long conversation without that you sort of, I call it the, the merry-go-round, right? Where you're just talking about problems, talking about problems, talking about problems, but then not really taking the action steps to be able to dig deep on one of those issues and sort of define what that would look like 
if we addressed it, if the, if the focus was on that topic and that session. Correct. Because although coaches do not solve problems for clients, it is our goal to help them find solutions to their problems. Mm -hmm. Um, There is, so we, we call that the story of divorce, that beep, beep, beep when they're back in the truck up. And it is, it is easy for people in trauma, Mm -hmm. right. To want to continue to tell their story. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's a great book by Daniel Goleman called uh, emotional intelligence Mm 2.0. He talks about something called the ventilation fallacy and the ventilation fallacy. He says, when, when people actually continue to vent, when, when we say we're venting about our problems, mm-hmm. it actually keeps us stuck in anger. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll call that sometimes drinking divorce poison, mm-hmm. going out with your girlfriends and doing nothing but bitching about how bad it is, how awful he is, how awful she is, and mm-hmm. staying stuck in that story um, prevents people from being able to find those solutions. Yes. So that's the other role of a coach is to interrupt that story do that reflective listening back and saying, which of these would you like to make progress on today? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm often talk with coaches and I know Deb, you have as well in terms of why is this a difficult process? Right. Yeah. And, and, and it, it's something that again, new coaches, experienced coaches often stumble on. Right. And I think some of that is grounded in the fact that we just want to help. Right. So just want to help. So the inclination is, okay, here's all this stuff. The dump truck came out. Okay. Let me, let me talk this through with you. Let's let's you do this, do this, do this, do this. And, and again, all of it sort of gets lost a little lost in the translation. We know in divorce, there's so many things that have to be done right? The client is going to have to take some action step, not only in the business side of the divorce process, but also in the emotional management of that process, which we know when we talk about those two pathways, how significant each other impacts, right? Mm -hmm. Their direct and indirect correlation to one another between the emotional experience of the process and the business side of that divorce process. So often we see coaches struggle with really helping sort of take all of that information and really drill down, right? Asking powerful questions, reflective and active listening to sort of hear, okay, so what is it, you know, again, where's the focus? What would you like to, what is the most urgent? What's the most pressing thing that we can talk about today and work on today so that you then can feel closer to your end goal? right? Where we have those. So the macro goal of the coaching relationship, but also the goals of that individual session for that client. So they see value. So they can see that they are actually on their way, right? They're, they're, they're five miles from their destination or they're 25 miles from their destination, right? Right. But they, but they they were 50 miles from it. And now they can see that they're 25, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And you bring up a really good point, and that is this ability to see and celebrate progress. Yes. Because if you don't establish a session focus, you aren't able to reflect back and say, at the end of the session, look what we did. Yeah. And here are the next steps. 
And if you aren't able to do that, then at the end of your coaching relationship with that client, how do they know they were satisfied in their work with you? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So not only does this impact the client, but it impacts the coach Yes, in terms of if your client doesn't know that they got value, if your client doesn't know that they were satisfied with the outcome, then why would they refer other people to you? Right. So the client being able to identify their own results means referrals and more business for you. So it's, you're not just missing an opportunity to help your client. You're missing an opportunity to build your business when you're not zeroing in on this session focus. Right. And, and, and we, you know, talk about that a lot and sort of our grassroots marketing approach, right? The best, the best ability to be successful in your practice, to continue to build client base is really the referral and the experience of those that you have already worked with and that value, right. That they can sit back and go. And even if they've done three sessions, right. To see where they've gone, right. How much work that they've done, their attention and their focus on it, drilling down and taking the action steps needed to be able to move themselves forward towards their end goal, which might be, you know, the actual filing of their settlement agreement or establishing a more uh, amicable co-parenting relationship or overcoming sort of some of that anger and frustration and sadness related to a betrayal in a relationship, right? Because there's so many things that our clients are dealing with in their divorce process. Absolutely. So it all, it, uh, it, so much of it revolves around session focus. And when we fail to establish that, we fail our client and Mm -hmm. we fail ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And it is something that I think a lot of people struggle with because Mm -hmm. it is easy when the dump truck backs up Yes, and that big steaming load (laughs) and it's up on the floor, right? It's really easy to want to go into the role of just the paid friend listener. Yeah. Yeah. And we have to remember that that is not in the best interest of our client. Nope. And, and not in the best interest of the work that we're doing as qualified professionals to help guide people through this process and to be their thinking partners, right? Part of being a thinking partner is, is really helping our clients identify what they need to do. And, and yes, I Mm -hmm. get it. Right. I know we want to be impactful to our clients. We want to help them and we want to support them. Right. We really feel for them. And again, I think that's where coaches get lost, right. Mm -hmm. They, They want to try to handle everything, hear everything, do everything, help that client, because we're often people who are practicing in this field are very passionate about supporting people through this divorce process. And we have to sort of take a step back from that and really recognize how can we best support our clients. Mm -hmm. And part of that is if you're unable to establish that session focus, every time your client comes into session, then you're getting your client even more sort of lost in their story, Mm -hmm. right? You might be able to help them feel heard, right? But they're not then drilling down on taking the action steps they need to be able to push themselves forward, to move them closer to that destination. Yeah, absolutely. It's just 
really, really, it's critical. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean you're not empathetic, right? Mm -hmm. What it means is you have your professional cloak on top of your, your empathy. Yes. Right. So it's, it's really, it's, that's where the professionalism of divorce coaching comes in. Mm -hmm. And I think we talked um, a few episodes um, ago about how there's been this transition in divorce coaching from it starting out in the beginning, kind of as a, a BFF support Mm -hmm. person to talk to that sage, someone who'd been through it, wanted to share their experience and then we added this coaching framework on top yeah. and now we're adding, we're really moving into the alternative dispute resolution mm-hmm. space where you and I really sit. And that coaching framework is what has really elevated it into a profession yes, and not just a support person who's listening. Right. It's yeah. taking action. It's yeah. serving as a, a professional guide through yeah. this process. Yep. And otherwise and, just go get coffee with your girlfriend. You yeah. don't need me. Yeah. And, and, and there's value in that, right? We all have friends and we all hang out and we, we enjoy conversations and are supported right. by a lot of people. The difference in working with a coach, specifically a divorce coach yeah. is helping you be able to, again, gather that information, prioritize, and then strategize in terms of next steps, If you're unable to sort of prioritize that for and help the client prioritize, they're just sitting with this mass of problems, right? right? Massive issues that they're not able to take the action on. And we know even the smallest steps, right? Feeling successful about actually getting something done, whether that is getting your finances in order or addressing, you know, some of your mindset and perspective, whatever it may be, those accomplishments, that success then leads to additional success, right? Right. It's like a a, a child walking, right? When you learn, see a, a toddler learning how to walk, they take a step, they fall down, but they did it. So then the next time they get up, they take two steps, then they fall down, right? So they're constantly starting. And that is so such a wonderful metaphor in terms of these coaching sessions and relationships where your clients, the more they're able to see the success, they establish the session focus, right? They know what they're working on. They explore that through the coaching conversation and the framework of coaching with our client and setting those next steps and action, they're able to see themselves mm-hmm. taking the, the what's needed, right. What's needed. For them to be able to, to move forward. And yeah. this is all about moving forward, helping our clients move forward. Well, and you raised a good point and, and then maybe we'll get ready to, to close. Cause you know, you and I always can talk forever, but <laughs> yes. there's a great Ted talk by um, Dr. Richard Petty of the Ohio state university. And his Ted talk is on confidence. Mm. Yes. And he says, one of the keys to building confidence is actually trying something new and failing at it mm-hmm. and then trying it again and trying it again. And eventually you master it. Yes. And then you'll try something harder and you'll fail. And so it is the trying and failing. Hmm. So it's the taking a step and falling down 
but then getting back up and trying again, that actually builds confidence. And so that is what we're doing. We establish that session focus so that they can take a step. Yeah. They say, I did it. Well, maybe I did it badly, but I did it. Yeah. Right. With boundary work, with communication, with trying to manage their emotions, those kinds of things. Maybe they didn't do it perfectly, but they tried it. Yeah. And yeah. that builds confidence. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And, and speaking of confidence, you know, we're talking about confidence with coaches too, right. Mm-hmm. And, and our, one of our missions is to really support coaches and continuing to develop the skills they need to develop strong value results, which goes to referrals and building practices and being successful and really, you know, being able to thrive in this professional practice while supporting individuals. So if, if you are listening and you're interested in learning and taking a step back and, and maybe continuing to develop, if you're working on session focus, putting a highlight on that, you know, we do have a class establishing session focus, your GPS for success, your client's success uh, on uh, divorce coaches Academy as a recorded uh, class that you could come in and on demand purchase it uh, when you want. But, and, and if not, just take a moment, right? Sit back and think, okay, how is, how are you engaging in, you know, your focus of establishing the focus for your sessions with your clients? Yeah. It's best for your clients and it's best for your business. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. right. Thanks. That feel better. Thanks. Appreciate it. See you next week. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. It helps other divorce professionals find us and add to the conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media to be the first to know when we add new classes and events. We'll be back next week with another topic to help you maximize client impact, create a thriving business, and promote the value of professional divorce coaching.